Her name is Charlie Hendricks. Boom, he hates her. He wants her off the island. One of those people down there is the killer. Hello, and welcome to Series 4 of Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. We're here to investigate the murder of Charlie Hendricks alongside Channel 4's new murder mystery reality TV show, Murder Island. Yeah, I always cut this start bit off. Oh, so you're cutting that? I mean, I'll keep that in now. You've called me out for it. <laughs> murder Island, episode two. We're back for an almost, or another almost live episode of Murder Island. Thankfully, I didn't get too much hassle for the lack of cuts last week. So we're doing the same again. Thankfully... Have I said thankfully twice now? I don't like that when I say the same word twice, so I do apologise for that, because again, can't cut, I've just got to apologise more. But since this is episode two, we don't need to explain the premise of the show or how our podcasts normally differ. If you are joining us for the first time on this one, what the hell are you doing? Go back and listen to episode one. Look, before we get into this episode, there are a few things that we need to discuss, clear up. First of all, the response we have received over the last week has been incredible. I appreciate that I do get a bit over familiar with people by getting into their Twitter timelines. So look, I do apologize for the intrusion. As long as it's not the DMs. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few. <laughs> no, only if they DM me first. I'm not weird. I'm not stalking them like Hamish. But anyway, we'll get to that bit of the episode later on. Although that was a highlight. But look, what it's meant is that we've now got dozens more followers who are trying to solve this murder with us and many new listeners to the podcast, which is always a good thing. It's great that you can all join us. We've also had a retweet from Ian Rankin, or a couple of retweets now from Ian Rankin, which is mind-blowing. Uh, follows and likes from so many people, including who we think might be Dot and Rocks. We've got David Mortimer, the managing director of STV, listening to us, which is just mind-blowing. And we've also had a few messages from Richmond on Instagram, who I am still banking on winning the show. And you know what? I wrote these notes just before the show started, and even more so now, but we'll get into that later on. This leads nicely onto the second point that we ought to make. Since most of the engagement that we've had with people, we have been shown so many more clues that we failed to pick up on or just plain ignored in last week's podcast. I think that's more likely, yeah. We just yeah. ignored them. Let's be honest. One big thing, the £2,000 in cash that was found in the manse. We didn't discuss what that could have been for. Was it a payoff from the baby's father, for example? Uh, and there was a passport present as well. Was Charlie planning on doing a runner? We didn't discuss any of that. There was the dictaphone, and I promise I won't make the joke again this week, but if it does come back later in the series, I'll be sure to mention it. We didn't at the time quite pick up on who could have been on the dictaphone, but many of people uh, who were following us have pointed out that it sounds actually like Charlie as a young girl, and it's her dad, and not as we thought, the father of Charlie's child, which makes sense, because I don't think she had any kids before you know she became pregnant. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. My favourite thing we missed and eagle eyes on at funky magic uk and i promise that's not my alt name on twitter this is someone else that does magic because there are many of us anyway funky magic UK. <laughs> it's all two of you there's yeah. all two of us but anyway funky magic uk pointed out that there was a corkscrew uh on the side next to the bottle of wine and the bottle of wine being a screw top and like you can overlook that you can forgive it because we've all done that at one point or another we've bought a bottle of wine from the shop you get home pick up a corkscrew only to find out that the bottle's a screw top. However, could there be something deeper to this? Could it be during the eliminations or in the final episode? They're like, you're so thick, you didn't even notice. And 
that would be amazing. I don't think that's the case. I think it probably is just a set design error, but I would absolutely love it if that come back to haunt them. Do we actually know the murder weapon? I don't think so. I think we know it's a knife of some sort because she was stabbed, right? Okay. And she's also got like the stab marks on her hand and one of the investigators nick or andrew suggested that she might have been defending the baby and like that's why she's got the cut on her hand because she didn't want to you know get stabbed there but yeah i don't so as don't far as i know a, a there's not like an evidence there. bag with a knife in it at the moment but yeah they might turn around and say they must have said it in the in the pathologist report because the other day we knew her stomach contents they must have said what it was like a Six inch blade. It just seems. Like I mean, that. it seems weird that we're not looking for something. Yeah, and we've we've not written that down. So that's probably like a big piece of evidence that we've just completely overlooked. Let us know. So anyone listening, just let us know. We'll 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 find out in the next seven days. Anyway, we'll address that next week. <laughs> what that we missed a huge chunk of the episode. No, the murder weapon. Yeah, yeah. and like just one more thing before we move on. There's so much information available in that press pack regarding the island. The, the island. The show and those involved. And we won't cover all that here, but we'd urge everyone to go and take a look at that. The press packet's on the Channel 4 website. There are some standout bits of information that could be key to solving the case at home. And the biographies of the detectives, contestants and suspects are actually so much deeper than they can convey in a six hour series. There is stuff there that will probably keep if we do a bonus episode at the end of this. Still haven't decided yet whether or not we do, but if there is a need or a want for a bonus episode, then we will dig some of the stuff out of the press pack. But in terms of the backstory of the characters, there's quite a lot there. And that's where I got the information last week about Logan collecting lobsters. I mean, reading into it more, I'm sure it's like lobsters, langoustines and crabs. So I think he's a fisherman. He's not just got a random collection on his bedroom wall, but who knows? Anyway, now we've cleared all those things up, on with the episode. I've got a few things which fit into some sort of structure and then we'll look over any additional points that you've taken notes on, read some of the tweets that we've received over the last few hours and then look at who we think will win and who we think the killer is. Firstly, let's start by getting your one or two word summary and I'm going to give you time to think and before you tell me yours, I just want to say how last week you said conflicted and I said half-baked, which I agree we felt that at the time about the show itself. So the hour that we'd watched, you were conflicted and I thought it might've been a bit half-baked. And this isn't just because David Mortimer might be listening. Um, Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) But look, if you look at Murder Island as an experience rather than just a show, it's massive. There is so much hype around it online and we're right amongst it at the moment. There are so many people on Twitter sharing notes. It's, completely changed my mind at how I view the show. And we can do like a quick review and summary of the past hour, mm-hmm. but as a whole experience, this is phenomenal. This is like nothing we've ever covered before. And I get it. It's because we're covering something that's live rather than something that's from eight, 15, 20 years ago, but the buzz, and you've always said on all of our other podcasts, you've said how much those old shows would have benefited from that social media interaction. Yeah, and this definitely does. Massively. And I know people do it for all other shows. People get um, caught up on Line of Duty and things like that, and they write notes and stuff like that. But this is actually a real thing that it genuinely feels like we could solve it. Or I don't mean we. I don't think we've got any chance. (laughs) But I think there are people online that could solve this before some of the investigators on the show. Yeah, with the information that's 
given to them from the show, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm easy. You can either sum up what you think of it overall or, and in fact, let's do both. For me, I think phenomenal is what I'd use for the experience now in terms of what we've seen over the last eight days, uh, seven, eight days. How many days are in a week? Seven, but then there's the extra day that's eight. Do you mean there's an extra day? Well, like we, we're Tuesday to Tuesday. So if you include both Tuesdays, okay. that's eight days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've, I thought I was losing my mind there. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think the whole experience is fantastic. The episode, one or two words? Three words? I might let you have one, yeah. Found its feet. Yeah, that's really you good. That's I think good. I think the, the first episode, because obviously I said it was conflicted, yeah. the first episode. But I think this one, it's just got a lot more structure and you can see where it's going and it just gives you a lot more information than the first episode. Well, I think, I think that, that sort of leads on to the, the actual episode itself. This was, let's, for all intents and purposes, it had a synopsis and it had like, this is what's going to happen and stuff, but it was called Good Cop, Bad Cop. This was the interview episode, wasn't it? Yeah. This was pure information gathering, the first port of call within the first 48 hours of the murder. This was going to anyone that you consider a suspect and finding out as much as you can. Now, undoubtedly, they're going to have to press all these people again, but you're absolutely right. I think the first one was more of a telling the plot, the, the scene setting, wasn't it? And then mm-hmm. now we're at a point where, okay, you, you know what it's all about. We're going to show you all of this. Next week, it wouldn't matter if next week episode, next week's episode is all about stating their case and pulling everything they've got together so far. And then from that, they can work out what they need to go and do next. Um, but yeah, found its feet. I think that's, um, is there a way of putting that into two words? My English isn't very good. I don't read enough. Found feet. That found feet. Yeah. Yeah. Found feet. <laughs> oh, found God. itself. Um, that's still three words. Got good. <laughs> no, itself. Itself is one word. If you, you can make it two, but no. For me, there are two words. And I've mentioned them already. And I'm going to cheat by putting an and in between because they are still two words. But my first word is Sarah. My second word is Richmond. It's their episode. Oh, 100%. It is absolutely their episode. Now, mentioned what this particular episode was all about. And there are two main lines of inquiry. Not that I know where I've put that now because I've actually gone back to last week's notes. So that's a really good start. But the two main things we know about so far that the investigators are looking into this week are the argument between Gene Hamish, of which he is now known. Although in this episode, they do correct themselves. They go in early, don't they? It is very much Hamish. And then I think it's when they go to meet him, one of the producers or the other detectives have pulled them aside and said, you've got to cut this out, guys. It's Hamish. But even at the start, I think he says it's Hamish. And then she, about three seconds later, calls him Hamish. Oh, I'll have to find it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and that, the other line of inquiry is obviously the pregnancy uh, and finding out more about the relationship between um, the likes of Tony and whether or not he and Sonia knew and things like that. At that long pause, you were like looking at me as though to say, "You're gonna, you're gonna say anything? You're waiting for me?" Because you know, I know you've got notes, but I've just got absolute dribble again. Yeah, look, this this time I haven't got notes about swans and peacocks. Well, I mean, the peacock was still there. True. 
I think the peacock actually got longer time. I think if if at the rate it's going, the peacock's going to have it, a ten minute slot in episode. It did, it did do a little bit of a zoom in on its face. Like yeah. it's, I was half waiting for them to put like a picture of the peacock up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got eight suspects and a peacock. Yeah. I, I think with that, is it a clue? Is there someone in there? What in the peacock? <laughs> It just one episode. It just changes, this is and, it's, it. and it's blatantly a man in a suit. <laughs> and you're thinking, was it always like that? I'm sure, it's a real peacock. Yeah, so one. I'll be going oh. back over all those like gifts that we've got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like the uh, like the diary and the hot water bottle. We've now got. Well, I wrote something down about that. Killer so. inside a peacock. I mean, okay. tell me, tell me what you've got written down about the hot water bottle because that was I'm last about week. The hot water bottle. I'm just saying that I think last week you mentioned. Like the snooker queue, something in the snooker queue or the pool queue. And as soon as he started unwinding it, he, he said something. I was like, if he pulls a diary or any piece of paper out of this now, <laughs> I was waiting for a knife or a gun or something. Yeah. He goes, You know what it makes? He starts unscrewing it. He goes, You know what it makes? It makes a good weapon or something, doesn't he? I was thinking, He's gonna unscrew it and say, You know what this makes? A good diary holder, <laughs> <laughs> a good way to open up a hot water bottle. Yeah. Oh my goodness me. Anyway, so look, I think we're on to the notes because, uh, as I mentioned, that we we've we go through the episode in in order, there or thereabouts. There was quite a lot to pick up on. It, what I felt like it was slow paced, really slow paced. It just took place in one day. But I, I love episodes. But like that. I was bombarded with information. Yeah, yeah. I there like was a lot. So much to capture. Like a chatty app episode. Definitely. Yep. But you're right. It it really did well. Following on from last week's, which is more action. This was very much more. Right, we're going to focus on getting answers from these guys. Mm-hmm. First of all, the eco resort, the very first thing we see, because we see the flashbacks and things like that. That looks amazing. Yeah, I think we said this last week. It does look good. Yeah. And, and from what I've learned, and someone on Twitter has got in touch and said, um, this is a real thing. Islands like Shetland and things are being destroyed by visitors or people who want second or third homes on the island and stuff like that. And I get it. You don't just want to build everything on there. But an eco resort doesn't seem to, unless it's a live-in resort, you would think that it's more to encourage tourism rather than, do you know what I mean? Buy hype, up. hype the house prices up. Yeah. But um, I just I just think it looks great. Uh, and I thought it was worth mentioning that that's happening in real life. On that note, there's also someone that's in touch on uh, Instagram as well. And I should be naming these people because there are so many people that are getting in touch and telling us stuff. And look, I really, really appreciate it because um, there's people that live on the island that have been getting in touch with us and have tell, telling they us live, all about it. They actually live on Murder Island. They live on Murder Island, yeah. I mean, I'd be moving now, <laughs> now knowing what's been going on there. Um, what it did remind me of as well is hashtag island life is definitely a thing. Now you criticize me a lot. I live in Stroud. Stroud is a little bit hippie. Um, there are certain things you can do in Stroud that you can't get away with in other places, um, like not having a bath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it here, but it's very much um, hashtag Stroud life is that thing that you say to me when I'm doing something that you maybe consider a little bit hipster. But with your tote bag down the farmer's market. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah it's you know made from recyclable materials and stuff you know it's it's important but 
what it feels like is like there's there's quite a few times where we can brandish hashtag island life. I mean, we're flitting now because I'm going right to the very end of the episode, but Gene with that post bag, you have to wait for the ferry to come with a post van on to drop your letters off at a post van every day. That's some commitment to your job, Gene, by the way, fair play. But also that's real. That genuinely happens. You know, how else do you get your post to the mainland? But I bloody love it. You'd, you'd think she'd know the exact time the boat would come as well. Or just say, oh, just give, me, give me a call when you're like docking in and I'll, I'll run outside. Rather, <laughs> rather than, than waiting. Rather than waiting 20 minutes. Until you've been interviewed as well. Like it was a, it was good timing, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be awful if I had that job. I'd just get bored. I'd <laughs> chuck, chuck it all in the water. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I sent it. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> didn't write back, obviously. So we'll go back. We'll go back to the start, and we'll go through again. The first thing that we notice is, other than the flashback to last week um, and the incident itself, is the name of the episode "Good Cop, Bad Cop." Now we've mentioned it already, but last week you were saying that Nick and Andrew were going in "Good Cop, Bad Cop," and they were being criticised for it. But this episode's called "Good Cop," and Good it's cop, called bad cop. now called "Good Cop, Bad Cop," and that is exactly what Richmond and Sarah have employed throughout this episode. But perhaps they've gone about it in a in a better way, rather than just bombard people. Oh, yeah, like. Richmond was no way a bad cop. No, but he was he stern. Was he was stern cop. Stern cop. Yeah. So Richmond and Sarah are the first people that we see, as we mentioned already, they go in straight away with an early Hamish. Um, they mentioned the, the sort of empathy, the, the soft voice, the calming voice. And then Richmond lands upon us that he was a footballer. Yeah. And they had a heart attack. Yeah. Bloody hell. Come from nowhere, that did. Yeah, and we'll mention it like when we get to it. I don't want to bring everything all up to this part of the episode, but there were quite a lot of wholesome and feel-good moments in this episode where you find stuff out about people. Um, and actually, that was one of those things like reality check. Blimey, fair play to you for applying to do this and actually doing something about it. And you know, because um, yeah, that's some going to go from uh, playing football. He's I don't know if he mentioned professional. I, I'm sure he said something about being yeah. pretty good. And that's career ender, but no, fair play. It helps that he's really nice and we can get behind him as well as an investigator because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, really supportive. He, he called himself Rich. Did you yeah, that? he did quite a lot. Yeah, so although he's formerly Richmond, do you think that's just to establish straight away, I'm a Rich, but I'm a Richmond. I'm not a Richard. Because if you come in straight away and call yourself Richard, then other people would be like, I think Richard's good or... Yeah, but no, but he said Detective Rich. I'm yeah. sure he just say Detective Richmond. Well, I mean, if his name's Rich, but all I mean is has the episode established early on that he's a Richmond rather than a Richard? Do you know what I mean? Not sure. Because I had a mate once called... I mean, if you're still out there, I'd still be friends with you. Just <laughs> We just went our separate ways when we were younger. But um, instead of... His name was Ben, but his name was Benedict rather than Benjamin. Ah. I guess like Benedict Cumberbatch as well. He's, he's a Benedict. But how did he address himself? Detective Ben. Yes. Yeah. I, that's how he introduced himself at school. <laughs> so something else I picked up on was that they mentioned at one point there was no alcohol in Charlie's system from the PATH report that, that came through last week. Now that surprised me because there were two glasses of wine, weren't there? That had been left out. Yeah. But unopened, wasn't it, the wine? Is that what we're saying? Was it unopened or was the screw just was the screw cap just back on it? I'm not sure. We now need to go back and look at that to see whether or not the wine was opened. These are the things that we'd be like kicking ourselves. We'd be doing a full on dot and rocks. Did we get that information? 
Oh shit! No, we didn't. <laughs> let's, just, let's just make it up. Pretend we did. Yes. Yeah. That wine was not opened. The glasses were there, but then she realised. Yeah. Oh god. Um, what is apparent early on as well is that everybody's thinking along the same li- same lines of us. I mean, that's obviously a given. Everybody's getting the same information. The viewers are getting the same information as the investigators for the most of it. There are a few issues with that and what we see, but ultimately, we have the same opportunity of solving mm-hmm. this as the people on the show. And again, from what we've spoken about and what people are talking about on Twitter, it's very much we're all thinking along the same lines. What I love is that, and apparently, it's always apparently, but what we know about other murder shows and things like that, the detectives do not know who the killer is. No, because... Too easy to let slide. Yeah. And if they pick a favourite within the couples yeah. then yeah it, 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 it can be ruin it. and especially with that. competition law and things like that with 50 grand at stake i guess they have to make it that it's all got to be legit there's no bias yeah, yeah. although yeah. i do love that fact that they don't know what's, what's the detective name simon simon and macca yeah so i don't know if you noticed and i had to even google it because i thought about it he his his tie matches his pocket square Yes, Which it does. Is, I did a, notice it's, that. It's a, it's a, that's a bit of a fashion faux pas, I think. It's not meant to. Oh. So, sorry if that was a Christmas present and I've just ruined it. <laughs> but Yeah. And he thought he'd, yeah. he'd, he'd wear both. I was buying you a Jam Presents um, tie and pocket square with our logo yeah. on it, but now I'm going to have to get you like some other... Something different, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe like inverted colours or something. Yeah. I'm glad you gave me the heads up. Just letting you know Genuinely didn't know that, but at least now I know for all those occasions that I wear suits now that I'm working from home and stuff. Anyway, carry on. Where do you think this money come from? That's a good question. Okay. Um, the money came from, I think there's, there's, look, the obvious thing is that there's some ties with Freddie that Charlie used to work so this is this is actually a big revelation, isn't it? So where we get to speaking with Freddie and we talk, learn from Tony, because there's so many cross paths and people interviewing the same people. But essentially, Freddie came to the island 10 days ago and went to the pub that Tony runs. Says, I recognise you, don't I? And Tony's like, no, nah, I don't think you do. I have not been to Glasgow for years now. Yeah, sure then, Tony, then Tony phoned phone Sonia. Sonia. And said, oh, Freddie's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know you, mate. Um, papping it. But but then later on, Freddie, when Freddie's getting interviewed, he's like, yeah, I do know him. Yeah, yes. Because I think within those 10 days, he's probably worked out where he knows him from. Okay, yeah. So that's something we'll learn, I think, along the way. Now, Freddie, yeah, says that he knows him from his days back in Glasgow, where Freddie would have owned clubs, Tony was a bouncer, and Charlie was a DJ. Now, obviously, there's all this around the money being tied to drugs and things like that. They focus so much on the gange. They focus so much. You weren't expecting me to say it that way, were you? The the plant that was growing, the dried weed in her possession, and also what looked like rock salts. Um, (laughs) Now, that money is basically the island chipping in because there are only about eight people on this island. That's just their supply for the year. That one plant is their supply for the sure. year. And Charlie just happened. You are the keys to the manse. The rules are you just have to Water look after plant. this plant. 
Yeah. Forget all the rest of them. That's the one you have to water. And it serves the whole island for the whole year. That's that's my watertight theory on what that plant and what or where the money, you know, what it what it's for. Either that or she won it in a game of snooker against Freddie because he's at his wrist. True. <laughs> um so it's heavily implying it's drug money. Heavily implied. Is that too obvious? Or is it hush money? Is yeah, it Tony it's, saying it's not my baby? Like his two, don't, two grand. Don't tell to, Sonia. Yeah. Yeah. Because another thing, Sonia's very controlling over Tony. Ooh, ooh. Constantly like yeah. answers all his questions for him. Yeah. And he's, he's he's constantly looking at her like, oh, can I answer this question? No, you're not. I am. And then when questioned, she's like, No, I didn't know that. And then Tony's like, Yeah, I knew that. And, and she's like, like, Yeah, I did yeah, too. <laughs> Right, it's not competition. <laughs> yeah, I knew before you, like one minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the way we're going. And but I think yeah, the episode's so, especially the second half of the the, the episode is so leaning to, heavily towards the drugs. Oh, and next time as well when they so so someone someone tweeted and suggested that we shouldn't be seeing some of the conversations that we see because it's not fair that investigators don't get to see them. So I that said that whole... first episode, didn't I? Did I say that? That was over a week ago, um, possibly. Basically copying me. But there yeah, was that on. whole Logan and Freddy scene, which I don't want to talk about right now, but the investigators aren't privy to that at all. Now, don't get me wrong, they will find the dinghy, they will find the boat, and we know. I think it's because we're seeing the Ian Rankin story and they're playing they're living the game yeah and yeah we're just privy to it as a story reader and i think that's just the way it's written but i think by the end of it they will unlock the fact that there's no way that they're not going to know by the end of it that freddie was in cahoots with logan yeah so i don't i don't think it's bad having that in there no, it felt a lot more organic this time, I think, than the first episode. Definitely. Definitely. We are flitting so much, but Tony and Sonia, when they're being interviewed at the very start by Chrissy and Caroline, Sonia saying, no, there's no relationship going on there. What are you trying to imply? No, he might have gone round, but only to fix a light bulb. Yeah. Is that that's a euphemism? Yeah. Yeah, is that a euphemism? That's definitely. When they dropped that pregnancy bomb, I thought everything was going to erupt. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah but also I thought, oh, Simon's going to be annoyed. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought it thought, was going to be, hang on, you're giving away information you, yeah, you shouldn't you've, you've, have. You've played your hand too quick here. But fair play, I do like his role as a supporting officer. That he then, you know, they, they then... Class dismissed, they go out the room and then discuss what they should have done. Because, hang on, they saw that Tony was agitated at that point. They should have really pressed. But I think they're probably conscious. Hold on a minute. Did I just, should I not have said that? Mm. So maybe they didn't go into that. A um, lot of people as well, again, I, I'm sorry that I can't refer to everybody's name because there are quite a few people said to us, um, they should have split Tony and Sonia up. They should have had conversations separately. And I think it was Beth that said, as soon as they went out the room to speak to the officer, 
Tony and Sonia could have been whispering, saying, just say this. You know, they could have been corroborating, collaborating, yeah. corroborating. Rather, the same rather, than, rather than splitting them up and then they can't. Yeah. Because then you would have that Sonia saying, no, we didn't know about it. And then you'd have Tony saying, so, so yeah, we did. When 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 they dropped the bomb, bombshell about being pregnant, that, that Charlie was pregnant, and obviously Tony said he knew, mm. he said that Charlie told him on the day of the meeting. And why would Charlie give that information away? When how how many weeks she been there? Six weeks pregnant. Six weeks. You don't tell people you're pregnant at six weeks. No. Although she's got a long standing relationship, so the fact that he knew her back in his club days and stuff like that, yeah. perhaps he's the only person perhaps the he's the dad he could open to, <laughs> yeah. or very much more likely he's the dad. Some people still saying that they, 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 she's pregnant beforehand, and that is just a complete yes. red herring. True. Imagine that's the case, but that would have been very much. She got pregnant like a few nights before she left. That's still possible, yeah. You know. Anyway, a few people asked for the CCTV. Now, it is my aim to learn how to either lip read this week or actually just make up a script for that CCTV because it's very much Hamish being really aggressive. Um, they're all giving Charlie shit. Everybody that came out of that, it was. Hamish, it was Gene, it was um it was Gene trying to leave, wasn't it? Then Hamish following saying, No, come back here. Then Charlie saying, Don't, and then she gets picked up by Hamish and manhandled across the courtyard. And then Alicia comes out and shouts something in her face as well. And I'm thinking I thought that was weird. Poor that bloody Charlie. Did you think that? Yeah, that Alicia why is Alicia even there? Well, my head's spinning all over the place. I thought perhaps Charlie's like a double agent. She's gone there to get in with the locals to be like, no, nah, don't sell, don't sell. Or, or, or something, you know what I mean? I don't know how it would work. I love that. Do you know what I mean? I love that. She's actually, because she knows Freddie. So she's like, oh, hang on, we need someone over here to be a, to get in with the locals to tell them not to sell. I don't know how it would work. Well, That's no, no, I'm you thinking. say that, but there's something in this because the drugs, what if the drug, she isn't a user at all. She's just been able to get hold of drugs in Glasgow or what have you. And she's planting that either growing the drugs in the manse or putting it in the pot or, or somehow and she's then, you know, setting someone up she, with it and she has had a relationship with Jean, yeah which is interfered with the whole um hamish <laughs> no said hamish, hamish. That's just, that's so that's completely separate but then what's her name alicia Alyssa. yeah alicia uh, yeah it's the same yeah <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same you're gonna get some angry tweets i'm now. sure she calls herself alicia but it's about Alicia. I, okay. I, I, so she obviously comes out and she says something, but it's like, well, what is she saying? Because she's got nothing to do with this. So, but she looks angry at Charlie. So is she just saying like, well done, you mess that up? Yeah. You should have planted the it. drugs on her. You're some, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get caught up on that because it is far-fetched. The drugs bit, not your bit. I think it's, I think it's a solid theory. What to come back out that Charlie's actually in, in with them. Mm. We think that she's innocent, but she's not. Is that the uh, Ian Rankin twist? <gasps> we'll get onto that. Yeah, it could well be. Um, the next scene we see after that CCTV is being reviewed, we see we go back to an interview with Hamish. 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 I, I've got to keep but, correcting. People have to know. I do know his name is Hamish, but I just love so much that his name is Hamish. It's fantastic. When they ask him what his last words were. And he says, 
not in peace. Now, I get that what he's saying is last words weren't in peace. That's fine. But what if his last words were not in peace? <laughs> it's daft, I know. But it did make me laugh. What, what made me laugh? Was it, um, was it Chrissy and is it Chrissy and Caroline? And Simon goes to him, oh, you need to get CCTV. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll ask for CCTV. Mm. And then it cuts to... I think Simon just given the boys Nicky and Andrew. Stick. Yeah, they've like, requested the CCTV. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't even have to work for. It. They haven't got up. They haven't left <laughs> the office, and they're just getting handed it. Did you also notice that obviously Hamish was down in quite a bit of scotch while he was being interviewed? Yeah, and there was a lot of paperwork underneath. Um, perhaps eagle-eyed viewers noticed what it said, but if you look carefully, um, it says on the uh, on the paperwork. This is my confession by Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually put two M's in his name as well. I, well that's all about. Alter ego, is it? <laughs> um, I do think, though, on that, we saw far too much of Hamish in this episode. It's definitely not him. For him to be the killer. It's definitely not him. Yeah, it's, it's too much at the moment. Because it's too his, his, his motive. Well, yeah, his motive's too much, I think. I also think that this series was not written to entertain people who were going to rip it apart and for us to analyze every single scene and talk about it like we do i think it was written in the style like you would a book there's no way we wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't ever read a book and go through it like tooth and nail and say well, i think there's going to happen you just sit back and enjoy it and that's for the majority of people that's what people are doing on a tuesday night is just watching sitting back yeah, and enjoying these contestants it and waiting have been for dropped into this book story so okay. yeah exactly and so so ultimately Hamish is that. It's not like, oh yeah, but is it, isn't it? I think it very much is. No. That's exposure. And a lot of people now, if you were to speak to people who aren't analysing it like we are, they'll go, oh yeah, it was clearly Hamish. Hamish. They would, they would probably say Hamish. They would, they would probably get the name right. Um, do you see when it, when Chrissy and Caroline go through the CCTV, then Chrissy goes, oh, you know me and the computers. And I was just hoping that it would spin around and she's doing some like mad... Hacker man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rewinding it, cutting it. Yeah, she's you know like that, in with the Pentagon and everything. You know, that's um, CSI, like enhance, enhance, enhance. enhance yeah. And it gets clearer. <laughs> oh, so the next thing we see, look, is um, is Palm talking to Simon and Macca about the detectives or about the investigators. Um, Andrew and Nick aren't listening or thinking. Sarah and Richmond, they say Richmond is overpowering, but they quite like that. And Sarah's empathetic. And we saw that all throughout this episode. Dot and Rocks even tell the witnesses their addresses and where they live, which is brilliant. They're just massive oversharers. Pets names. And Caroline speaks over Chrissy um, and they need to work better together. And there's a touching moment that we'll get to a little while on because it was one of my favorite moments, actually. Um, I've mentioned that the Peacock's back. I've mentioned the Peacock quite a lot, but I do really have got fond, you know. Peacock peacock watch. Yeah, Peacock watch. So if he's not in every episode, I will be disappointed. And I sat there earlier and I I was was about to tweet about it and I was like, he's back. And I was like, how do I know it's a he? Like, it might not be a he. I realised it's a Peacock and not a peahen. Absolute idiot. (laughs) Anyway, um, Caroline and Chrissy, like some of the things they come out with. I mean, last week we had... um, do pregnant ladies smoke drugs? And there are a few others about the, um, I think they were just reading the path report, but the fact that they're going, the uterus. The path was... report. Check you out. 
You mentioned CSI, mate, and Hans and Hans, the PATH report. What else do you call it? The pathology report. Um, but yeah, last week the uterus was slightly bulky and things like that. But they go, they're quite presumptuous, aren't they? Where they mention, oh, I think the the lesbian relationship is sexual. Blimey, it might have just been a kiss in front of a campfire because that's all we know so far. But okay. Um, the next thing and. I tweeted about it because it it's amazing is the meeting of dot and rocks on the beach with uh, Alicia and the Arsene Wenger coat. So, so who's she on the phone to? Um, she's on the phone to Mikel Arteta to tell him about <laughs> some signings that he needs to make this uh, January transfer window because that coat, I couldn't get past it. You're right. She was on the phone. Didn't even pick that up because I was so like once you saw the coat, focused on that like, coat. I, I saw that coat and I was looking for images of Arsene Wenger <laughs> on my phone. I don't even know what they spoke about. There was so much I missed in that scene. So she mentioned that she was staying with Freddie. That's all I got. Did she give anything else away? Oh, she worked for Cordelia. So she worked yeah. for Cordelia. And, and then we had to, we had to see her sat in her London office. Yes, just, again, just to with the London eye in the background. In, That's yeah, Cordelia, guys. Remember, she works in London. I think she was on the phone to Logan. I don't think she was. Unless she was based on what Freddie... Because Freddie said, oh, I'm here to meet Alicia. Bang, and see? Yeah, but yeah. Freddie, Freddie says, oh, no, it's me that wants to see you. So are you assuming that Freddie said, can you give Logan a ring? Or No, I'm assuming that he's come over to see her. And he, obviously she's on the beach. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he's come to the door and there's Freddie there. Yeah, quite possibly. And he's like, the, actually, I'll take this opportunity. The way I saw it, because Freddie was very much like, oh, it's me that wanted to see you. Um, I thought he just wanted someone to play snooker with. <laughs> yeah. Follow just me need, up upstairs. So just needed room. a doubles partner or something. Um, and this was the actual scene where we see Logan and Freddie. This was the scene that people, some people didn't like and said, should we see that? But I think that will all become apparent later anyway to all the investigators. Next comment, you've already mentioned it, but shit, I thought there was going to be a gun or a knife in the snooker queue. It was fantastic when he's opening it up and you think, come on, please. We 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 all saw that swords. last week. Yeah. He, um, he goes, oh, he, when he hits that, he hits that... Um... Paul ball and he says oh, I've left it over the pocket for you oh honestly I'm sure he's always he... talking in snooker <laughs> his, his whole life is all about snooker like his euphemisms and everything he's every... trying yeah. to be as intimidating as possible if everything honestly oh yeah I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and uh, give John Virgo a call later <laughs> if you know what I mean it's like one of the only snooker players I know uh, <laughs> um the they also, like, it's probably a thing. I'm sure Ian Rankin's done his research, and I'm not I'm not digging, but... Don't dig on Rankin. No, I'm not. Drug dealing and the whole thing around the drugs on an island of about eight people. Now, I think there's about 155 people, so there might be a market for it, but... But surely, you, could, surely you can sell it for more. Ooh, maybe, because... Who else yeah. is important in it? Accessible, like, yeah. It's like LucasAid. Sometimes when you go on abroad with LucasAid, LucasAid's really expensive. Is it really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You go to a foreign country, because they don't brew it, they have to import it. <laughs> they don't brew it. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's like, it's like French wine for us. It's about yeah, four so times like, more expensive than it is in actual France, yeah. Yeah, same, same with cocaine. 
Yeah, and weed, along with plants. Someone actually said, surely that plant was already at the manse, or did she take it over herself? But if that's her camper van from before, she would have just taken it on the ferry in the back of her. Yeah, yeah no that's probably a little, little friend. No one, yeah, no one's, they haven't got like guard dogs at the entrance to that island, have they? Sniffer dogs or anything. We see all the moment around, we've mentioned it already, Freddie asking Tony if he's ever visit, visited Glasgow. You know, Freddie very much reminds me, he's so seedy with his, you know, expensive watch and his sunglasses while they're sat in a greenhouse, weirdly sat in a greenhouse. I think they're actually called something, aren't they? Are they like an orangery or something? I don't, I don't know. There's like a, he's got this like tropical house on the back of his massive yeah. place. It looks wicked. It's- but he strikes me as a bit of a, Harry Redknapp, Wheeler Dealer, you know that. Obviously, he's meant to come across like that, but I think with Hamish, like a bit of a, a gangster, isn't he? Yeah, and I, I think they might be pushing that a bit too hard, like Hamish. And I think both of them, you can cross off almost. I don't think it will be either of them at the end. No, no, definitely not. Um, definitely and also, not. I don't think, mate. Well, look, perhaps Freddie is involved, but he's he's not getting his hands dirty. He could easily, you know, hire someone to do it. But he's not doing the killing, is he? Yeah. yeah. That's where we find out about their previous roles, where Tony worked, worked as a doorman, Charlie worked at the club as a DJ. Um, I put it has to be Tony's baby. Like, yeah, it might not be, but I'd be massively <laughs> surprised if it isn't. The fact that they've got that history. And also, what about the comment from last week? When we first see Charlie, she speaks to Sonia at the petrol station. And she says, look, I've changed. What happens in Glasgow stays in Glasgow. Yeah. Her <sighs> fucking Tony. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think it is. I think it is. 100%. Um, I got a message and it was during the next scene and I don't know whether or not I wasn't paying attention. I was on Twitter do trying you, to follow you the actually, do, you actually, do you actually watch the show or just listen to it? Well, I try to do like all of it and, and I catch up in the break. Okay. So like I use the pause function quite a lot, but um, Beth text and said, "Dot and rocks, get your shit together." Um, or she she might have tweeted us to be fair, "Dot and rocks, get your shit together," because um, I can't remember what they did. Oh, this was where they went away from the meeting with Alicia on the beach, and they realised they'd forgotten so much to ask, and then they were asked questions. No, was it was it was it with Tony and Sonia? Oh, oh, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, actually. Because didn't he didn't he say good luck? You're away? right. Yeah, it could well have been. It could well have been. I think you're right. Um, my mistake. It was after that, and they went to see Tony and Sonia. Yeah. yeah. And he's reading his book and having his sandwiches on a yeah on a little picnic bench. The dinghy is going to be a big thing in next. Yeah, episode. so that's obviously where they're getting the drugs in. Yeah, the drugs are coming that way. I mean, there's a ferry that comes in, so you could just put them on a car. You could, you could 100%. Get them over that way. Do, I, what they, I mean, who's, are they just putting them on a dinghy and like pushing it? Yeah, like rowing who's, it. Who's, yeah, who's, ro- yeah, who's, who's rowing the dinghy? That's the next body in the water wrapped <gasps> up. Oh, shit, I just thought what? of that, but it could be. No, you're not going to wrap up. Like, how is it going to wrap yeah, itself why is it up? Wrap, it's not going to wrap itself up, but... Do you know what I mean? Hmm. But there is, and we not we've not mentioned this on the podcast yet. We mentioned it earlier in the week, but um, there's a body in the promo 
material for Murder Island. And on like a load of pictures that Channel 4 is still using, there's a body wrapped up in what looks like bin bags and sellotape or parcel tape. Or so do you think that's going to be a second body? Or do you think that's... Oh, it's got to be. They wouldn't still be using it, would they? Or is it just a body that's meant to look? Or is it an, is a body that's meant to look like an island? But when you look at it again, it's a body. I don't know. Is that a bit? Or is it just like we're doing? We're doing this. This is the spec makers posters. Yeah, and they've gone. Yeah, we'll go with it. And then Rankin didn't get the memo, so he's like, "Oh yeah, she she died at home, and they found a body." It's like in... too late. Too late. We've wrapped the body up in the water. Yeah, because it's, it's more more like um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, with the way yeah. the body's wrapped so, so up. It's like Laura Palmer rather than Charlie Hendricks. Yeah. So I'm going to rip this page out here because I want to keep it towards the end. It's just a prompt right. reminder. So I'll jump in then. Quote of the episode. Have you got a quote of the episode? Um, I've got a moment for me, which was the next thing I was going to talk about, to be fair. Like the next moment was around. So, something that made me laugh then was when the scene where we see freddie asking tony if he knew him yeah in the pub yeah and they're saying about staying at that house and then he says about well we don't have to share a bed or anything i did take it yep absolutely i was like i don't think he even asked that he didn't tony wasn't implying that at all it's just such a weird thing to say and it's almost like yeah mate because look at you like it it, it genuinely made me think like you look like the bad guy from biker mice from mars (laughs) He really does. He really does. Or the yeah, no, yeah. Um, who's the? Is it in Count? Um, is it in Count Ducky? No, hang on. What's the other one? Danger Mouse. The the frog looking thing in Danger Mouse as well. Yeah, he's very much got that cartoon villain. Yeah. Definitely got a cartoon villain look about him. Um, we don't share a bed or anything. No, it's and like, if that had come you'll be, from, you'll her, be lucky to share a bed. <laughs> yeah, if that come from her, it makes more like, sense. If that had come from her, it made sense because it's almost like, oh, all right, Tony. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not sleeping with him. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, she might have been flirting with him or something like that. But the fact that he's just like, oh, where are you living? Yeah, with her. But we don't share a bed. What? Yeah. Also, he, like Tony knows how big that house is. It's like I'm sure there's more than one bed, mate. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty confident it's like at least a four bed house. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're bed. in that massive place on the again, road. Then again, we did see a kitchen in a in a pool room. Yeah, and then all they do is pull the mattress onto the top of the snooker table at the end of the night. <laughs> is that just the living one bed? in that little attic. Is that the one bed? They've got he, that. He sleeps under and she sleeps above. Yeah, and then they've got like an orangery at the back of the house where they can do interviews. It's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, the, the moment for me that, like, it, it was such contrast to the rest of the episode. And I really, it was a sprinkling of, wholesomeness but also it was quite heartwarming was um chrissy's breakdown and like because we we saw so much that caroline was overpowered and just speaking all the time and that's spoken about quite a lot and we see that in every interview they do you're gonna say it's a bit like me and you right i knew you were gonna i know i've literally wrote that down i knew it i put i'm chrissy mike is caroline (laughs) bloody knew it but I write 3,000 words an episode, you write about four. So, that's true. And not 4,000, just four. But I think the whole, the way in which, and I don't know which, I don't know if it was Simon or Macca who consoled her, but the way in which they managed that situation, it was lovely. And the fact that he took her outside and spoke to her separately, because you can see she doesn't want to hurt her 
friend. And look, if you need someone, mate, to take you outside under a stripy umbrella and have a word police, and say, look, police branded umbrella, a police branded umbrella, and says to you, is Mike taking all the Vanish credit for this and, you know, taking the piss? And like, we can have that little cuddle they had and like holding hands and stuff. I don't mind that. Um, but I don't know. Is it too late for them to bring it back around? I hope Maybe. it isn't after that. You hope it isn't? Mm. I think yeah. I, hope, I hope they get like a second Same. chance. Now. And I really hope actually that it is Dot and Rocks that go first because they've missed too much information. But what I also like is that Chrissy apologizes and says, sorry, I didn't call you sir. And he's no. like, oh, we let it slip occasionally. That's fine. I've been called worse. But, but not again. That's your one. That's your one chance. <laughs> yeah. One your, more time when your you're Your card's off, marked. You're gone. <laughs> um, we find out after all that has passed, because it was such a, I just loved it. It was very much, it hit my sensitive yeah. side. That did. Um, we've then got, we find out, from Jean, who's waiting for that post bag, hashtag Island Life, that Jean was seeing Charlie for four weeks, which is significantly longer than I thought. I may, you know, thought they've only known each other on the island for two weeks and they're hitting it off. Mm-hmm. Fair play. Um, life is short and all that. Poor Jean. I feel for a Hamish. What on earth? Like, he is obsessive he's a mess isn't he at the moment he, yeah he he is and i don't know how much of that is was he like that before i think he was i don't think it's necessarily linked to the death of charlie that he's acting all weird i think he's probably just like no, that all the I think, time i think it's the fact that his his wife ex-wife has moved on so quick you know what i mean probably broke his heart yeah true it's probably the last four weeks that's really crippled him yeah yeah. yeah, and also he like he's a very quiet drunk. Like he was in that woods or under that tree, not making a sound. No, you're right. And that was. Like, did she did she unlock the door when she went in, Jean? Where Jean went into where? Sorry, I have to watch it again. Hamish was under <laughs> a tree. Oh, Charlie, when she was going back to. Oh, it was her... Charlie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I she was Jean. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Or, again, it's too obvious. But I thought they said they never locked their doors. No, no, that wasn't... That was someone on Instagram that lives on the island was telling us that. That's not... In ranking, you might life. not know that. That's, that's, not, not, that's not real life. That's not part of this story. That's I'm, in actual I'm, real life. I'm, I'm yeah. getting too consumed. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's become us, hasn't it, really? Um, Hamish creeping up. One of the best moments. He's so good at that. Like again, so, so good. quiet. That scene and that for Do you me, think he was um, thinking, "How close can I get without them turning?" Yeah, off? and it's only because Gene's like, "I can't talk about this right now." That they think what? And he's he's made about twenty foot on him. He's yeah. he's walked he's quite like a his, long way. He's like a zombie, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. But this this and whole section is is incredible. Best part of the episode in terms of the way it played out, and I'll be honest, it was Richmond that made it what it yeah. was like you handled it perfectly because the idea i i can't see that that was ever written that that was going to be the way it was it was i i think he might have gone up to them and had a bit of an rg you know like oh they'd found out the same information but richmond was like no i'm going to take you away from this come yeah. with me yeah 
handled it like an absolute pro. Well, you know he did because then Hamish had nothing to say. Yeah, yeah. So much that he had to leave the conversation. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm calling it now. And you could tell, none of he's this like, is scripted I, anymore. Yeah. because I've I told you everything I was going to tell Gene or shout at Gene it, across yeah. the water. Yeah, the point is I was coming to, to not intimidate Gene, I, I, I was coming to stalk Gene again. Because then she had the dialogue of saying, he won't leave me alone. But then when Richmond started talking to her, Hamish, he had nothing to say. Was, it was superb. Absolutely superb. Yeah. Um, I actually messaged, not messaged, I tagged, because we, we've been in touch with Richmond, who does say that, that if, 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 a, if a bonus episode comes up, then he's interested, which, bring it on, let's let's do it, let's have a chat with him. But um, did I say Hamish then? I, I'm losing my mind Richmond. at the moment. Richmond, yeah, Richmond. So I, I got in touch on Instagram and I was like, just absolutely nailed that. It was another highlight there were quite a few moments weren't there but um absolutely killed that i think other than we see coming up it's a focus on the class a drugs and they go in you know interrogate freddie some more someone's going to go and they're going to do a whodunit style presentation to a judge or jury or or a um prosecutor or someone aren't yeah. they they're going to, to say present this is, evidence yeah, this what is why yeah. what a fantastic way to get rid of people yeah rather than it just being palm going oh yeah don't really like them they you know it's it like, needs to be about solid evidence yeah, that's great yeah. yeah definitely one thing before we move on about that scene with richmond i've got one of my last notes yeah yeah no yeah is when he's talking to hamish and he says oh what was the relationship between charlie and gene was it friends He's like lovers, potentially. He's <laughs> like, I shouldn't have said that. I'll put I'll chuck potentially in there. <laughs> anyway, carry on. No, I'm, um, I'm all like, there's no random birds in the background or anything except that peacock. And I am. And before we go back to, I just want to flick through. No, look, I think we're going to go back to the structure because this thing. This whole episode for us in terms of recording over the last hour has been mad because there was so much to capture. And to be honest, we're at a disadvantage because we're recording this immediately after the episode ends. It's not like we've had a week to put all of our thoughts down and structure it or anything like that. This is very much off the cuff, but it's the way we're approaching it and we will have more undoubtedly. We'll sleep on this and tomorrow morning think shit should have mentioned that or what have you. Now, completely new feature really for this because it's only our second episode and it's the first time we've ever done this but we've included some of the comments and the tweets and things like that but i have had over a hundred twitter notifications in the last two hours so since the start of the episode to now and it's now 22 oh 20 to midnight blimey so yeah all right we've maybe just over a couple of hours i've had over a hundred and odd tweets and interactions to read them all is going to be extremely difficult to read a few though but we are going to read them all so strap it yeah strap yourselves in this is another two hours i think there are some real big call outs i'm just now going through and actually liking some of them because they're great most people including davros iii 875 dave i don't know what that means has said sarah and richmond really impressive just don't think that's the correct theory. Seems a little too obvious. It's Hamish the Ham Man. Hamish the Ham Man. Hamish the Ham Man. 
it's difficult for me to read. Can you like sing a little tune or something in the background whilst okay. I read some of these and, and, and take in what it says before I read them out loud? Or do I just read them? What are you, you scared you're going to get caught like Mo in The Simpsons? Yeah, like, oh, uh, you never know. Seymour Buds is yeah. saying. Chris Peacock and his name's Chris Peacock. <laughs> Maybe that's the Peacock's first name. Yeah. Oh. Um, someone's, but I felt, I say someone. Um, Tedley Manor. I don't know if that's a place. Um, <laughs> no, Tedley Manor. It could be. <laughs> Can we stay there overnight? Is it a hotel on the island? Maybe this next to the manse. Um, Tedley Manor says, I felt they all needed a crash course on the basics. Also, who the hell would look in a hot water bottle for the diary? I mean, you've been saying the same. Um, do we know if they have access to that diary? Surely they get access to that diary. I know they didn't find it, but it yeah. exists, doesn't There's, it? That hasn't come back, has it? No. But it's like I, you, we, this, you've missed the most important thing. Here it yeah. is. And then what, what, what's the detective doing? Just burning it in front of him. Unlucky. <laughs> you missed the cash and passport, so they burn the cash as well. Yeah. Do, and do, you never find out who the passport belongs to. It's not actually Charlie's at all. Do the detectives get the 50 grand if they solve it first? We should. If we can solve this, like if we've got evidence, like from Ep 1. Yeah. I think if it's Sonia then right yeah right if we can channel four do that if we solve it for episode six we get the 50k yeah as well yeah or or a retweet how's that yeah we trade it off for a channel 50k 4 or a re retweet yeah yeah that's that's a deal tedley manor again also says by the way this isn't just a hundred and odd tweets from tedley manor like there are other people that have been messaging us. I've also got one here called Medley Tanner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Ted, Ted, Tedley Manor did say, Chrissy needs to be taken off for the sake of her health. Maybe should have signed up for Bake Off instead. <laughs> Bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of love for the peacock, to be fair. Here's one. So Mrs. Taylor, um, and I'm not reading like, at Nate, you know, the, just... Uh, this is too complicated. There are far too many letters and numbers in people's names. Anyway, Mrs. Taylor says, this episode is a lot slower paced than the last. I suppose they have to drip feed info or the audience would solve it before the detectives. Maybe should have been a four part instead of a six. But then that doesn't take into account the rank and twist that we're going to see in episode five. True. Which, to be fair, we'll get onto. There is some hate for the series. There are some people that didn't watch this episode because episode one was too boring or they didn't quite understand it or what have you. Hayley Louise has said, this is GCSE level drama. I'm trying so hard to enjoy it as I want to see how, how it plays out as Ian's stories are never as simple as they seem. And I think that's what you've got to take from it is that actually you know this, this is going to be a good story by the end of it. You absolutely know it, regardless of what you think right now about the pace of the episodes or the structure of it or the way it works with reality and things like that. Knowing that it's Ian Rankin, I think it's quite evident that there's going to be something coming our way, which leads us on to the next question, my friend. Are you ready? I'm always ready. What is the Rankin twist? Before you answer, it's not a Scottish dance from the 1960s. It is that Charlie was an inside agent for Freddy. Love that theory. Absolutely love it. For me, we've only seen 
a glimpse into what's to come. We know that there's that body in the water. We, know. we don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> I'm going with it, all right? I think it's going dark. I think it's going brutal. And I think we're going murder in small town esque, X esque. That's a dip. Murder in small town X esque approach. And okay. that actually there's going to be some night investigation stakeout. There's going to be something where it all kicks off and someone else is murdered or so someone. Who, who, would, who would be murdered then? Oh, I'm not going that far. I'm just putting it out there. That... The peacock. No, I think Hamish might end up dead. Mm. Okay, then, so who, who is the murderer? Well, I feel bad from, for deviating away from Sonia, but is it too I'm, obvious too soon? I'm going to say Sonia still. Because I think a part of this is, isn't the fact that, right, who is it? Well, that is a big part of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it's how and why and when and can you prove it? Yeah. And I think the fact that Sonia basically uses Tony as a puppet. Mm. She has the keys to the place. She has the keys to the place. What she you probably do in knows here. about the previous relationship. Exactly. Well, she confronted her at the petrol station. Mm. You know, I just, I just feel like... She knows she was pregnant. They could find out, they could, they could be so sure it's Sonia but unless they can prove it. And that's the way that I think the show's going, isn't it? With I the agree. lawyers coming in. Yeah. It's like, you know, you definitely know, but you have to. And there's a yeah. lot of it with the, with the, with Simon, the detective saying, right, well, you need to, you need to collaborate all this stuff with the CCTV and you need, to, you need evidence and to prove it. And your timeline is like, you need that stuff. You can be a hundred percent sure it's Sonia, but if you can't prove it, she's getting away with it. Yep. And you're going home because you haven't got, a leg to stand on. Yeah, because you can't convict her. Mm. So I think maybe it might be as clear cut as that. The fact well, we will know who it is, but can but is there enough there? That's a really good point. Perhaps by episode three, it's dead. Well, certain, or even, but even then, it's just even about. five, even five. Yeah, you, true. You know, there might be right. It's between Sonia and Jean. This is the evidence. I mean, this is the timeline. You no, you oh, you've ruined it for us, mate. Why? That 50 grand prize, you know, what you're saying is that we might know it from the start, but unless our case is watertight, so Channel yeah. 4 have got us, aren't they? They're just going to say, yeah, your case wasn't watertight, guys. Yeah. Basically, you didn't have yeah. the evidence. You didn't yeah. find the diary because, you know, who would put a diary in a hot water bottle for it to get wet? Oh, I know. Tell me about it. Couple that's going first then. Oh, I didn't give a, I didn't give a killer, but look, I'm leaning towards Sonia because of what you've said. Am I turning into Caroline and you're the Chrissy now? Absolutely not. I just appreciate your views and I will repeat them as my own. Thank and you. the fact that I log into Twitter the most, I'm going to tweet it as though it's my theory. Because when I say, we think it's Sonia, I'm just going off what you're saying. Because let's be honest, you're the one that pays, like, I'll, the, I'll be the one that pays attention to it all a lot more. But you're the thinker. I think, is that fair to say? I, You've yeah, come up maybe. with this amazing twist. I'm just like, yeah, just can explode stuff and make it dark and turn the lights out and kill other people. I just want to see that. Whereas you're like, no, what about a mole? <gasps> so I think we can both agree that the first couple that will leave will probably be dot and rocks based on what we've seen so far. Yeah, I think, no, I, yeah, I agree. Although this episode, I felt like, 
you've got to know all the couples better. Yeah, way, way. So it's a lot harder. Like first episode, I've been like, yeah, like fine. No, yeah. But this episode, I was like, oh. but even Nick and Andrew didn't do themselves any favors. Did they actually leave the office this episode? Yeah, they went to the Orangery to speak to Harry Redknapp oh, uh, to speak to Freddie. Yeah. In the little secret garden. Yeah. 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 And I think that's it. And until next week, accept nothing, challenge, and check everything you are told. Still doesn't really have a ring to it, does it? Not yet, no.